What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Rising in the rising sun, the land of bamboo, Tengu and Gundam light. Yo, can't believe I finally made it. My two recelebrated golden week. Hold it down with my cho. Yo, Minasa, I'm Jonsei, and today, like every day, well, not like every day, today's actually a pretty special episode. I'm interviewing my friend Adam Shapiro from Japanese Level Up, one of the most impressive Japanese bloggers and Japanese learning systems on the internet, and uh, also a, a really, really sharp guy. If you ever want a good kick or a, some good insight into uh, Japanese dictionaries or how to really master Anki, it's a good place to go. Uh, Adam, why don't you go ahead and give yourself a little bit of an intro to the manga setos out there? Hey everyone, I'm Adam Shapiro, like John just said. So I am the founder of Japanese Level Up. I've been running the site now since about 2011, and I've been studying Japanese since closer to 2005. I love to talk about Japanese, studying it, um, any kind of media. Just if you have a conversation with me about Japanese, we're going to have a good time. And that's why I'm really excited to talk to John about this. Um, and that's, yeah, that's me. So how, how, how long have you been blogging now, Adam? Since the beginning of 2011 is when I first started. 2011. Dang. I remember when my first little blog I did. I, I was really cool. I was like a 16-year-old like poetry blogger. It was the first thing I tried, and I quickly hid that from the internet. So no one go look that up anywhere. I had a very, very legitimate alias. But uh, it, that was, that was, that's quite a, not the early days of blogging, but definitely early for the Japanese language world. Yeah, I kind of caught it in the... the pretty close to the beginning, um, in the very start, I mean, I had probably like five or six readers, including my mother and brother probably, but uh, <laughs> it was, there wasn't really much to go against. And it was more of just, I wanted to get my thoughts out. Uh, people, closer friends had asked me, you know, have you studied Japanese before? And I figured rather than tell them one person at a time, which, you know, kind of ate up a lot of my own time, I figured I'd just write some blog posts so that I could share it with, with more people. And then, and then eventually just kind of like, you know, it kind of shot off to like, being this 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 uh, not mach not machine, but like you cover quite a different range of topics over the past seven years. Yeah, I, mean, I guess I've been really lucky. While I started off with a small audience, they really gave me great recommendations and what they wanted to see. So I just started off one thing at a time. So one person would say, you know, I really want to do this, or I want you to give me a guide on variety shows. So I'd write up a guide, and it would just continue, you know, one after the other. And I would say that most of my product ideas started with, you know, some great idea that, that one of my readers had, which really, uh, really made me happy. And that's actually one point I really want to talk about. I have like little like notes, things that I ask, I want to ask you because I, I really enjoy your blog. It's probably, when I look, type in Japanese into my, my search bar, I'm not kidding. You're probably number three that comes up. And I look up Japanese every day. You're like right behind gshow.org and my own website. That makes me very happy. <laughs> So um, one of the things that you recently came out with, I don't know how recent it was, I, I, I don't haven't looked at the time period, but was the uh, the bidder, the bid, the bid list, is that what it's called? Uh, the, bid Sensei. The, yeah, the app in the iPhone store. I mean, the app store yeah. Right? Well, where did that come from? That was, I thought, really quite interesting con considering some of the other things that you've done. Yeah, so recently, um, starting last year, I started teaching myself programming. It was kind of, I had some extra spare time, and I actually wanted to develop more things for Japanese Level Up, but I found that I was 
limiting myself by relying on someone else. I wanted to be able to kind of create my own things as well. So I started uh, uh, learning programming. And I had some friends who were getting involved in like the freelance translation, um, especially on websites like Upwork.com or Freelancer. Yeah. And they were having a lot of trouble, I guess, figuring out you know what to bid on those sites. It's a really difficult place to get started with. I mean, you have a lot of competition um, from yeah. different countries who have very different rates on what they can offer. And even when they would find work, so they would make a bid, you know, obviously they would try to bid low to get the work, but then when they finally had that work, they totally regret what they bid on. And they'd say, well, you know, I just spent 10 hours and made $50 and it was kind right. of you know, not a great situation to be in. So they wanted something they could easily take, you know, take five seconds that they could put in some information they found while they were bidding on something and uh -huh. know that, you know, whatever they would be working for would, would be, bring value to them. So I just started writing up uh, an app for it and they liked it. So I threw it on the app store and just put it on the site. I thought that was I thought it was pretty, particularly ingenious because like I, I've I've done a couple of bit of freelance translating. I was able to trans, I translated just on the side for Gango for a while. I did um, I did some freelance doing like between friends or people that I knew would do like school transcripts. And then eventually like I did a little bit of like Honyaku for um, Kumoto Kasuno, a couple of little like tr uh, things like that just for people to get through places. But putting those bids in was always so difficult because I I want the work like you said, but. I also don't want to spend like also like you said you know ten dollars fifty bucks for ten hours of work, or even worse you know like I, I I put something in there and it was like way above my pay grade like patent level translation I'm over here like four years into studying Japanese and I have no idea what I'm doing. Yeah, so that's I figured it could help. It really it makes a big difference. Like it's a simple app. It's not like anything complex. You know, I just I took some stats. I took some basic averages on what people are making per word. Um, especially on difficult types of assignments. I just wanted to make it simple and not have people worry about it because it really, it can be stressful. And like I said, you end up with that bad job, it can really mess it up with, for you. Like if you're spending, you know, 10 hours and you're making $30, $40, it doesn't feel very good. And if you repeat that, it just, uh, it's not a great place to start as a freelance translator. Yeah. And I think that's one of the key points of a lot of what you do and a lot of what I try to do is make language tools and um, help people with Japanese language in a very simple way. Not necessarily a simplistic way, but a simple way. Um, whether it's studying with your kind of translator or some of your blog posts of just like breaking down certain words or certain lessons, or like where I try to do with Japanese grammar in five minutes, is coming out that simple that simple medium. How do you, how do you balance between trying to get like a go overly complicated for the high level learner to being oversimplified for the person that's just starting at level zero? Well, it's funny because the site originally started, it was very simple. I mean, of course, it was just a beginning site, so there are only a few articles that can cover very easy topics. And then it just kind of grew and grew. I mean, I don't know if you've ever seen, there's a section on the site called a walkthrough, yeah. which pretty much has every single article on the site organized in a way to try to guide you from like you know, beginner to all the way to, to fluency. Yeah. And you know, it started off slow, but right now the site has close to a thousand articles. So I had to find a way to kind of connect them all together, but not make it too complex for someone to go through. Right. So I like to kind of separate them a lot. My articles kind of fall into a few different categories. There's the motivational articles that anyone can read, you know, whether uh -huh. you're a beginner, advanced, or expert. Um, there are the articles that target people who are trying to find resources for the first time, whether that's native material or an online app or flashcards. And then there's more towards the expert and even high uh, intermediate learners to show there's a lot of struggles that you go internally um, as you're learning Japanese. It's not just all about... Um, getting better at the language, learning the grammar and the vocabulary. There's a lot you have to deal with um, 
fight to pretty much fight your way to the top. I'm sure you know you've been through the same thing. It's not an easy easy path to take to choose Japanese. It's not, and I think that's one of the reasons that your tools are. I find your tools so refreshing, is because like um, as you create simple tools and easy to understand content um, for people, and this is maybe going a little bit meta, but um, as you try to create this easy to understand content, you try to how should how should I put it? Make that con make that content. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm losing I'm losing my words here. Um, in such Don't a way that's easily easy, not easily accessible, but like a good example of what I'm thinking of is how you organize your website. You just said like how you had it in like um, organization, but it's also the whole idea of Japanese level up. Coming up with a course that um, not only spans a good amount of of level, but also helps. It doesn't tell you you're going to learn Japanese in 30 days. It doesn't tell you that you're going to learn Japanese while you sleep. It's not a, you know, five days to fluency. It's it's a, here's the actual struggle of learning Japanese. Here are some great resources to help you, and here's my thoughts on how when I'm trying to learn this. I mean, that was really, from the beginning, that was my goal, because I went through the same thing. I would read articles, I would watch videos about people telling me how fast they learned Japanese, how easy it was. And then I would try to do the same thing. And the end result was I couldn't do it. And I felt like, I mean, I can't do it. I must not be good at the language. I must not be able to to learn um, like I should. So right. these people have a higher skill that I'll never be able to get. And I had to pretty much block them all out. I stopped, for, I think when I first started, maybe a year after I started, like around 2006, um, I decided I wasn't going to look at sites anymore. I just completely blocked them off. I didn't watch any videos and I decided I needed to go for myself and develop my own learning techniques and not get, you know, get rid of all this noise. And that really did it for me. And then when I decided, you know, I wanted to share what I learned with everyone, right. I wanted to make sure I didn't repeat what all these people had did in the past that kind of discouraged me. You know, I'm not saying that, that these sites are bad. You know, a lot of them, they all have good intentions. They want you to, you know, get motivated. Right. They want you to feel like that, you know, learning Japanese is going to take you 20 years. They want to tell you, well, you can learn it in a few months. But to me, um, I want to be more realistic and tell people, you know, it's fun. You can learn at a good speed, but you're in for a, you know a big journey ahead of you. You can't just expect uh, something to happen in, in a short amount of time. Right. One one thing people, my some of my listeners may not know is so when my first exposure to Japanese was I, when I went to Japan. I didn't know any Japanese. I had received a little bit of like training for how to basically conjugate verbs, but I did very poorly and like basic sentence structure, no textbook, no anything. And by the way, I, I just currently, I not currently, I, I despise Genki and Yokoso textbooks, but that's completely beside the point. <laughs> I see you laughing, but um, yeah. Um. <laughs> I, I used Genki. Genki 1 and 2. <laughs> so you want Genki 1 and 2? I, I, I used Genki 1 and 2. I have fond memory, but that was a long time ago. Well, I, don't know, like, I don't know, like, I don't know, like, just some of the silly conversations make me cringe, like. Have you ever, there's conspiracy theories behind the stories there's like you know the the conversations in the Genki books like they have Mary and Takeshi and everything yeah. and if, there's like some people that read really deeply into what was going on in their relationship and showed there was a much darker side to the Genki world oh Just check no it out have it. oh no I'm gonna have to look that up now that sounds <laughs> yeah. awesome yeah <laughs> what it's <laughs> a place you wouldn't expect to find that, but it's, it's a lot of fun. Of course. So that makes more sense of like when, like, what is it, like when Mary goes to the doctor and she's like, doctor, I'm lonely. Yeah, I mean, and there's one thing like Mary's asking the time to Takeshi when there's like a giant clock right behind her that tells her the time. Like Mary's trying to, you know, get Takeshi to start talking to her. She <laughs> just reads it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's so cool. Okay, I'm, I'm going to... 
and everybody out there, I'm going to legitimately look up that. I'm going to find that Reddit feed. I'm going to put it in the show notes if I possibly can. If there's anything that I could have given you out of this interview, it's, it's that it's, piece it's of that. knowledge. <laughs> that, that may be the gold nugget that you find is that there's a dark side to the Genki textbook. Yes. Um, but like I was saying, more serious when I first was exposed to Japanese for the first time as a, volu- as a volunteer, I, 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 I probably cried like a cumulative more times I had in my life up to that point in like a four-month period because I wanted to learn it so bad and I was trying so hard but there was nothing coming of it. I, I could understand what people were saying. I could understand when they said, ah, to like my, my roommate who is Japanese and I could understand what they were saying to him, but I couldn't say, no, I understand and try to articulate myself. That, no, that's a frustrating place to be in. And like you mentioned, you know, learning Japanese can bring you to tears. I mean, there are times where I just want to take my textbook, throw it across the room and say, I don't want to ever study Japanese again. Um, when I first started studying, I started the last semester of university, and I ended up going over to Japan uh, to teach English yeah. right afterwards, and I ended up living there for three years. Right. And that was like the bulk of time when I really put a lot of time into the language. And it, it was just so frustrating on a daily basis, and it really just, it was hard to get through it. And I had, I didn't have like the support that a lot of people have now. I mean, a lot of the other sites that are available, you know, they help people get through it, and there's a large learner community you know, people have easy access to but I felt very alone and I just I just felt like why why can't I do this and like I said you know you, you get brought to tears sometimes yeah so what 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 has been the greatest motivation for you in learning Japanese how have you overcome those rough times I guess so when I went to Japan you know I got really into Japanese TV and I don't want this to sound cliche or anything but you know the more you grow attached to the culture, you know, whether that's TV or movies or music. You I mean, heck, really dude, my name's good. Manga Sensei. Like, you can't, you can't beat me in picture. <laughs> no, that's true. And, and manga as well, of course. You can't miss out on that. Nope. Um, it makes you feel good. Like, one of the, the great techniques I give to people is to pick, like, an anime or a manga, one that's not finished yet, one that's, like, kind of in the beginning. And a great type of series is, like, any kind of shonen manga. But let's say it's in early stages. And you start off, you know, in the early volumes and you're following, you know, every week or every month whenever a new chapter or a new episode comes out and you watch your Japanese grow with that. One of the series I did that with was uh, Naruto, which was, was when in the beginning, yeah. when I started 2005, it was still just kind of an early show. And I just remember I continued watching it all the way up until it got really bad and then it ended. <laughs> but, uh, but it felt really good and that helped. And then not that I'm saying that anime got me through the dark times, but it was that connection to like the Japanese that I really enjoyed that actually made the biggest difference to me. Right. It goes to the heart of why I started studying Japanese. I really like the cultural stuff. I like the TV. I like the, uh, the J-dramas. It was just a lot of fun. And as long as I kept going with that and I felt that I was starting to finally understand it, that brought me out of a lot of the darkness. That's awesome. I think, and I think that's something that's really important. And a couple of people on my podcast have brought up previously. Um, it wasn't Toru Fukuyama that I interviewed, but another uh, gentleman, I believe it was uh, one of the gentlemen. Uh, I'm, I'm spacing. I'm spacing who it was. It may have actually been John who said, "Like, there's you grab onto something and then you just kind of move forward using that to kind of remote." Actually, it was Ryler Nielsen, one of the uh, PhD candidate out of uh, California, and he's like, "You kind of grab onto something and then you move forward using that to keep motivating you when you get down." Like, he really wanted to be able to read me and people that he wanted to talk to, and he wanted to talk to them so bad, it kept motivating him to actually push himself to finally articulate something. He lived in Okinawa for years. 
Got it. Yeah, no, that's a great reason to, to go with. And uh, especially, you know, I didn't have the conversational side. That motivation wasn't as deep. But I know a lot of people, especially if you have friends who are Japanese, um, people, you know, have a girlfriend or boyfriend who's Japanese, especially if they're living in Japan, right. that motivation to, to disconnect. Because if you if you go to Japan and your Japanese is pretty basic, yeah, you can have the simple conversations that everyone has. But to connect on that deeper level where you really get to know about that person, you need to improve your Japanese. And just feeling every little... Um, you know, rise in your ability gives you a slightly more connection to that person. That feels really great. It does. It really, it really, really does. And it, it's one of those things that you feel like not only that you earn, but that's where you build that your your not only your connection, but I think that's where it builds your love for Japan. I mean, I used to love Japan for Power Rangers when I was you know seven, <laughs> and now I love Japan because some of my dearest friends in the whole world live in Japan. Like. I have a dear friend, Chieti, who lives in Osaka. And whenever I go to Japan, I, I see Chieti because she's one of my best friends. When I go to Tokyo, I see my family. I see my I have one area I lived in Japan, in Hida Takayama. And every time I go to Takayama, it's my favorite place in Japan. If you go to Japan, I tell everyone, go to Hida Takayama. It's the most gorgeous place in the country. It's just, it, you build those things and you ne- and they don't they become part of you. Yeah, and and then you can understand that Power Rangers was originally in Japan, even though as a child, like myself, I didn't know it was from Japan. I know! And when you finally, you know, 10, 20 years later, like, oh my God, I was watching Japanese TV <laughs> as a child and I had no idea what was going on. Yeah, for anyone who wants to find out Power Rangers, look up Super Sentai and it will blow your mind. Just not, not, the, not the old ones, you have to go back a couple seasons in, but the Super Sentai is amazing. Actually, one of my favorite Kickstarters of all time is that someone made an RPG with Super Sentai. Really? It made my life. <laughs> it was it was glorious. That sounds like something to check out. <laughs> See, I helped. It wasn't as good as the Dark Side of Genki, but you know my input there. <laughs> That's, I have to write that down. I'll definitely take take a look into that. Awesome. So um, before we transition into the Japanese side of the interview, um, for people that may not be comfortable yet learning Japanese. Um, or at least listening to a 15-20 minute interview in Japanese, um, what would be the, um, if, I recommend you first go to Aaron's website, Japanese Level Up, just all one word, dot com, or just look like JLUP and it will come up, um, J-A-L-U-P, Japanese Level Up, um, easy way to find it. if you just Google it, um, I'll also put it down in the show notes. Um, do you have any last bit of English advice before we jump to the Japanese side, Aaron? to our young novice learners, someone who just picked up Japanese today? So I think for, especially for beginning learners, you know, I know this is one of the topics that you like to focus on about mistakes and everything Yes, is that it's going to be tough and that's normal. Mm-hmm. Don't expect this easy ride. And I know that there's so many tools out there that are telling you how much more efficient, how much better they are than everything that's ever come before them. Right. And yes, the tools are growing. They're getting better. But it's still tough. You can have the most advanced, you know, learning technology in the world. You're still gonna have to put in the time. You're yep. still gonna have to go through the struggles. And just recognize that. Don't expect an easier road, and just enjoy it slowly. And and don't uh, you know put too much, too many expectations on yourself. That's right. Wonderful, wonderful voice. I, I really appreciate that. So from here on out, we're going to transition into Japanese. If you are a beginning learner, um, it, it's okay. Feel free to try to just catch up as many words as you can the next little bit. If you're an advanced learner, probably better than I am. Maybe not as good as Aaron, uh, Adam, because he's you know he's up there. He's my senpai for sure. But um, it's a good opportunity to catch my mistakes and correct me. I, I gladly take correction. Um, that's why I put my Japanese out there because I'm okay making mistakes publicly. Uh, <laughs> Sometimes I screw pretty bad and I get some funny flack, but um, 
it's a good opportunity for you to listen to some Japanese two gaijin going out and they've been studying Japanese for a couple years. But um, let's we'll go from there. それでは、これは多分なんか変な質問ではないですけど、多分ちょっとなんか寄ってきてことあり質問なんですが、どうしてジャパニーズレベルアップというサイトを読んでいらっしゃいましたか実は昔すごいテレビゲームが大好きで、
ジョン君もいつかその会社が大きくなったらそれで、はい、大きくなるから僕はそういうことにはならないと思う<笑>そういつかそ,んな<笑>そういう日が来るよそれで俺も同じことを悩んでたあの特にあ,のある商品ジャパニーズなんだっけなジャラプーマージンっていう、はい、あの暗記デックを作ってたんだけどもともと漫画に出る文章で日本語を教えたかったんだ、はい、もちろんその漫画の文章を使っちゃいけないと分かったんだから、はい、その漫画を読みながら自分の文章を作るんだ、はい、こういう文章があってちょっと入れ替えてこういう自分のテーマを入れてそれをあのそのデックに出したんだ、はい、でそれをお客さんはその漫画を読みながら同じ,同じのような文章を見てそれは勉強できたんだそれでライセンスがなななくくてもなんとなく成功ができた<笑>当時まあ自分勝手にそう思ってるんだけどええー、すごくいいなその結果そうちょっとあのクリエイティブ何かいい案が見つかるかもしれない、はい、直接漫画とかアニメを使っちゃいけないんだけど、はい、漫画をベースで何か他のライセンスがいらないものを作れるかもしれないそうですねあのそういう形であの僕はすあの何でしたっけあのジャパニーズタイムズの何だか上級文,文法とかその本が結構かなり好きので最近あのややよく出てないんですけどあのデ,スカバ日本デスカバ日本語のウェブサイトであの少しずつあの文法の辞典を作っ,作っているんですのであの自,分自分の文章で自分の説明方自分のなんか内容とか作らないといけないすごく自分の力がかっていますね。でもそれいいね。え、もう今出してるの今はなんか半分ぐらいに出してる。あの上,上級レベルは出してない。中級と小級レベルは全部出しました。それいいね。じゃあ、その最後、その完成版が出るのを楽しみにしてる。<笑>はいはい。最後までには頑張っております。それで、<笑>ね、あのもし,あのもし僕はなんか毎回これを尋ねるんですけれども、今のところですごく日本語を習っていらっしゃるんだと思うのですので、あの今のところではバーンと日本語を全部忘れちゃったら、どういうふうに日本語をもう一度見習っていただくんでしょうかいや全部忘れちゃったら全部全部ひらがなも全部なんかなんか基礎から始めないといけないですでもそれはでも,もう勉強する気ないんじゃないの<笑>ないですか<笑>あもう大変もう絶対無理だよねだって数年もかかるとわかるしでも本当に絶対一からやり直すことになったら、はい、もちろんこれはもちろん俺は言うのはあれなんだけど、自分のジャパニーズレベルを使うでしょ。はい、自分のウェブサイト。まあ、それは自分に一番合う方法だと分かって、はい、それをやるんだと思う。まず、あのア,ンアンキーは知ってるんだよね。知ってます。そう、アンキーみたいな、まあ、アンキーじゃなくてもいいんだけど、そういう SRS 的な、はい、タイミング的な、はい、その勉強法を使おうと思うし、はいはいはい、で、絶対あの最初から漫画とかアニメはすぐ見ると思う。あの字幕なしで。はい最初の方は、はい、俺はよく字幕であのアニメを見てたんだ、はい、でも結局それは意味がなくてやっぱりその下には英語がつくと、はいはい、あの本当にこれは日本語を勉強してないんだよなってよく、はいはい、あのすぐ気づいただからまず字幕なしで面白い楽しいネイティブ向けのものを使おうと思うああなるほどいいですねあのみ皆さんあのもしなんかジャパニーズレベルのおさんが訪問したことがあればやっぱりあのワークトゥルーの始めに押してそれからなんか最初のステップに押したらなんかすごくいい僕は最近それはあの見,見ていただいてあのかなり感動しましたあのなんか Why are you studying Japanese とか,なんかど,どのぐらい時間がかかるのか日本語を習うためそれがすごくなんか質問を答えてそれからあの
なんかすごく道教えてあのどうやって勉強するのかそしてあのリソースもなんか商品だけではなくて G 点と,とか,なんか便利な,なんかウェブサイトとかでもなんかほとんどあのジャパニーズ・デブランドに含めてありますのであのぜひなんか来て行ってみてくださいそれであの今のところであの何の,あのなんか最近出た好きなあのリソースがありますか最近出たリソースリソースではないんだけどあの最近よくオーディブルってわかるわかりますが出してるそ,うそれはあのそれプラスシャドウィングっていうああいいですね聞きそう散歩がてらにあの聞きながらそれはシャドウィングするんだそれ本当に毎日のように1時間とか2時間やって本当にあのここまで日本が上手になっていってもそれでも上には上があるって気づくことがあるんだ本当にシャドウィングは自分のスピーキングをあのなんかうまく成長させることができる、はいはいはいはい、今のレベルでも実はあのスピーキングは一番苦手なんだあのえそうですかずっとマジですかそう,<笑><笑>そ,うそうだよだってあの日本に住んでたのはたったの3年で、はい、アメリカに帰国してから、はい、もう7結構立ってるとりあえず結構立ってる、えー、そのスピーキングをする機会はそこまでなくてそれで、はいあのシャドウィングでそのあの補ってるんだ結構練習ができる自分でええー、いいですねすごいあのもしあの皆さんがシャドウィングというなんかなんか練習家とご存じないならあのシ,ャドウィングとシャドウィングとはあの文章を切ってるながら同時に喋ることなんですですからあのこれ切ってるながら同じケイダンス同じペースで聞いて喋ることですですからすごくあの発音的になんか高めるしあのすごいあの僕はかあの実は僕は日本語だけではなくてあの少しだけあの韓国語を勉強したことがあるんででもあの始めるときに韓国語はすごくなんか発音しにくいのであのすごいあの韓国の先生たちがあのシャドウィングを強調するんですよびっくりするほどあの毎日シャドウィングしたりしてあのなんかすごく助かりましたそっか<笑>ジェジョン君韓国語の勉強もしてんだ<笑>忙しいそうですね<笑>あのなぜかちょっと覚えてないですけどすごくなんか<笑>日本語できればもしかして韓国語できるんじゃないと思っていやもう僕ほとんどできないですけどあのなんとなくできます、ね、も韓国語ではなくあの中国語の勉強してたんだええー、ですから感じ上手そうで結局諦めたんだええーちょっと自分に合わなく1年ぐらい勉強して実はあの台湾であのインターンシップやってたんだあそうですか数年前にそれで、まあ、中国語はすごいなんか国際的に世界に役に立つんじゃないかと思ったんだけど、はいはい、やっぱりあの自分のやってなくて心がな,心がないというかあの自分のできるものじゃないっていうかとりあえずそこで諦めて日本,に戻日本語に戻ったんだ。いやー日本語のどうとも大丈夫ですよ。本当になんか日本語のコミュニティすごく利益になったんですよ。祝福にされたの利益なんです。<笑>そ,うだね、<笑>それで、あのあのもともとあのかあの中国語を勉強してだけではなくて日本語も勉強してるあの多分みんな多分これを何回も何回も尋ねってことがあるんですけれどももしサイトを読むなくてあの漢字勉強したいならどうやってそれをあの導いてあの教えてるんでしょうか漢字も自分の勝利なんだけど、漢字キングダムっていう勝利なんだけど、そ,、はい、それで漢字一つずつあの英語の名前をつける。あのはい、あもう一つ人気な僕の勝利ではないんだけど、あのなんだっけな、Remember the 漢字
はいはいはい、雰囲気がある。そんな形で英語をつける単語を一つずつ、はい、それですごい説明するのは難しい自分の勝利なのにあんまりうまく説明できないんだけど<笑>、はい、それで英語の文章を作って日本語の漢字を使うんだ、はい、それで両方なんか英語をなんていうの漢字だけになると最初の方はすごく難しくて英語を少し、はいはい、あのなんか使うともっと分かりやすく身につけることができるからそれでどんどんそういう身につくことになるんだ、はいはい、ああいいですねあの英語なんか母国語からあのその漢字の意味を理解してそしてあのどうやって熟語をつなぐのかそしてあの少しずつ日本,あの日本語の漢字を基礎あのあの設立してってそれからあのだんだんだんだん漢字の意味とかあのつなげてたくあの立てるというあの形なんですねそうだね、あの漢字と文章は別で勉強するともっとうまくいくと気づいてて、はい、よく同時に勉強する人があの頑張ろうとするんだけど結局漢字の壁はあまりにも高くて、はい、あのもう少しそれなんか分別というか分ければもっとうまくいくんじゃないかと思って作ったんだ、はい、そうですねあの僕はあの去年かな去年僕の中の,あの,あの就寝の友達があの日本に行って1年間ぐらいあのあの札幌の方に住んでていただいて。でもなんか戻ってきたらなんとなくなんか流中に話しゃべられるんですけれどもあの漢字全く分からなかったんですよ。であのどうやって漢字をもっと勉強できるのなのかと僕に尋ねてきていてあのえにあの日本で勉強あの住んでっていらっしゃった時あの全然勉強しなかったというあの尋ねてたんですけどあのどうやってにあの初めからにあの漢字を勉強すればいいのか全く知らなかったから。あの勉強しなくてもいいと思っちゃったんですよ。どうやってそういう考え方、そういう立場を避けますか<笑>避,避けられないでしょ。僕<笑>はそう言ったんですよ。避けないで、ちゃんと勉強しなさい。もし話せばの早くも舐めれるでしょうって言ってでも。そうだね。まあ、よく聞かれるんだけど、結局いつも同じことを言うんだよね。これ勉強特にその難しい勉強しか特に漢字はスピーキングもある程度はもうできるんじゃないか、はい、あの普通に勉強すれば問題ないと思うんだけど漢字の方を本当に必死に勉強しないとあんまり上達しないと思う、はい、それで、まあ、実はその漢字の勉強はあんまり関係ないと思うとりあえず漢字を別で勉強すればうまくいくと思うなんかとりあえずなんかあ,あのなんていうの真面目にやればいいと思う、はいなんか結構軽く感じる人も感じは大丈夫でしょあの後でやるよ、はい、みたいな軽い感じで考える人はあまりうまくいかない、うんうん、本当に最初から心の準備をして、はい、漢字はこれだこれは絶対向き合わなきゃならないな最初から、はいはい、それでうまくいくでも結局そういう説明すると向こうがそれを聞いてああそうなんだそれで何みたいな,なだけど<笑><笑>とりあえずどうからそれそれでジャパニーズデベロップで記事はもう1000個ぐらいがあるんだそれがないとなんか簡単に説明できないんだ、はい、このインタビューではさあの簡潔に説明しようとしてるんだけど、はいはい、結局説明が長,長くなるんだから記事を読まないとやっぱりそれは覚、はいはい、えられないと思うじゃあそうだったら僕はなんかつけておきます<笑>すごいあの今の答えは守りに逃げてるんだけどそれは俺の答えだねはいはい了解しましたですからあの僕はなんかなんないくつがあるんだろう僕はなんかレディットなんかともともとの,その,元々の,あの
スーパー戦隊のこととかあのそしてウェブサイトで何,回なんか何のリンクをつけないといくつのリンクをつけないといけないでしょういやー皆さん<笑>本当にこれはすごく嬉しいな,なんか言っていただいたんですけど,けれどもあの最後あのもしあの今までにまだあのジャパニーズ・デロラップに訪問したくないなら何を考えてるんだろうこれはすごくいいリソースなんですよしかしあのこういう形を通してあのやっぱり自分で勉強,あの勉強する必要があるなんですあのこ,のウェブサイこのウェブサイトで,サイトでやはりあのスムーズに教え,教,えられ教えられていらっしゃるんですけれどもあのやっぱり自分の働き自分の努力が必要なんですですから一緒に頑張りましょう皆さんであのこれは最後かもしれませんがあの僕はいつも尋ねますあの今のところで、あの、一番いい日本語を習っていただいたアドバイスは何でしょうか一番いいアドバイス。受けたアドバイスなんですね。何受けたアドバイスですね。あのべんあの自分で勉強していったときに受けた、あの、すごくいいなアドバイスです。あ、受けたアドバイスか。はい。そうだね。多分ね、みんなはすごい必死になんか自信をつけようとする。はい、あの日本語が上手になればなるほど自信がつくそれでもっとうまくあの話せるんじゃないかと思うのは普通だと思う、はい、でも自信がなかなかつかないものいくら、はい、<笑>上手になっても緊張するときは緊張する、はい、恐怖が残ると思う特にあのスピーキングの場合は自分の母国語じゃないから、はい、自分は間違ってるんじゃないかとあのすごい恐れてて向こうは今の言ったことで笑,いあの笑ってるんじゃないかって。<笑>それもなかなか消えないものだからそれをなくすんじゃなくて、はい、あの本当になんか付き合っていくものがすごい重要だと教わったんだ例えばのこれはちょっと変な例え話なんだけど、はい、あのス,スーパーヒーロー的な話になるんだけどスーパーマンとか、まあ、の日本のものだったら孫悟空とかドラゴンボールの,、はい、あのすごい,なんていうの強くて、うん、で敵と戦おうと恐怖がないんだ、はい、本当にもうあまりにも強くてその怖いあの怖がってる孫悟空見ることはないでしょう。ないです。それで、それはなんか憧れるかもしれない。ああ、それはかっこいいねと思うかもしれないけど、それ逆にリアリティがないんだ。現実性本当になくて、自分はそれではない。はい、あの俺的にはそのもっと怖さ、恐怖を感じながら、はい、あの敵に向かうのがもっとかっこいいと思う。例えばドラゴンボールのクリリンとか、あの本当にその恐怖があるから、それを頑張って、いいことができるんだそっちの方がいいだから日本語に戻るとあのいくらあの自信がなくても大丈夫だ自信がなくてもいい、はい、とりあえずその恐怖を感じながら頑張ればいいっていうことなんだいいですね皆さんその日になりなさい怖がってるなのにそれは日本語が可愛いなのにあの自分で自信を出して雪も出してあの直接にその敵を倒しましょうそ,うそ,のその通りだ、えー、いいですね、そのアドバイスは最高ですね、ありがとうございます、すご,すごくなんかアドバイスい,いただいていくことがありました、ありがとうございます。Yeah. それでは皆さん、I will, ha will have to end there. If you were able to participate in that second half of the discussion, it was probably better than the first half. It was, it was actually pretty day cool. This has is, been is one of the better interviews I've really had. It's one of my, probably one of my top three. I, I really, really enjoyed it, Aaron. Thank you, yeah, Adam. Thank, thank you so much.
What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.